www.gardeningadvice.co.uk for all your gardening needs. Hello and welcome to the first edition of the plantadvice.co.uk podcast. I'm Richard Farrer and with me I have George Munford. Hello Richard. Hi George. Uh, George is the co-founder of plantadvice.co.uk and he's also our horticultural expert and resident gardening guru. Now what better way to kick off our first podcast than with Chelsea? Chelsea is the creme de la creme of the flower shows. I've been myself a few times before. The first time I went on a normal public day, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It really is an experience to behold, but it's not for the faint-hearted. If you don't like crowds, then stay away from Chelsea. The last few years, however, have been altogether much more pleasurable experience for me as I've been on press day for plantadvice.co.uk. And tomorrow is Monday, and George and I are going down to Chelsea on press day. But it's George's first time. He's a Chelsea virgin. So, uh, George, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I really am, Richard. As you say, I've never been before, and uh, it's a real treat for me to go. It'll be a real pleasure to uh, be able to have a look around Chelsea, the live event, rather than watching it on the TV. You mentioned the TV. This is obviously um, the BBC coverage, which is superb. They cover it every day and a few days leading up to it. You get to see a lot more sometimes on TV than you would do on normal public days because it's so busy. Hopefully we'll get to see lots ourselves. Having seen it on TV before, what are you looking forward to seeing? What, what, what do you think will be the highlights for you? Uh, well, it's just the range of different show gardens that there's going to be, uh, all obviously different themes with the current climatic change that we're getting. I'm very interested in uh, drought-tolerant planting and how people are planting for the future in terms of choosing plants that can adapt to our ever-changing weather conditions and which plants are used to cope with very dry weather that we're getting at the moment. This is a, this is a very valid point, actually, because uh, this last April we've had, I think, is the driest April we've had on record for so long. I know the lawn, my back lawn, is, is brown. I mean, that's kind of unheard of for April, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, the lawns at the moment, especially in our part of the world in Cambridgeshire, they, it looks like uh, the middle to the end of August. It does indeed, doesn't it? Terrible, yeah, that's right. And uh, hopefully we'll get some rain soon. We need more than a little bit, though. I think we do. We need a good solid downpour. Um, the weather forecast, the men on the weather forecast, they're always saying what lovely weather we're going to have, which is all very well, very nice, but doesn't do much good for the gardens. I'm sure it doesn't do it for the farmers either, does it? Absolutely not. We we uh, we obviously don't want it raining tomorrow at Chelsea, but uh, in not a funny do. kind of way, I won't be cursing it too much if it does. No, I hope it doesn't rain. Uh, the rain is, um, it really would put a damper on things. But it's quite windy at the moment. Uh, I saw the coverage this evening. We're, we're talking here on uh, on Sunday evening before we go down to press day tomorrow at Chelsea. And, and you could see the presenters we've been blown around, the plants we've been blown around. It can't be a pleasant uh, experience for them there. No, that's right. So um, they're talking about 70 mile an hour gusts tomorrow. So, 70, wow. So... Uh, <laughs> 
it could be it could be interesting. When you went last year, Richard, were there a very large sort of uh, tents that um, people were exhibiting in? I hope they're fastened down well. There, yeah, there always is the big tent, the main tent that they have the uh, the flower displays in. Uh, but it's not a tent like normal people would consider a tent. Okay. It's a kind of semi-permanent structure in many ways. So um, I think it would have to be quite a severe gale to to, to lift that thing up. I'm more concerned about the plants. Um, they're going to get battered about a lot, I think, this week if the, if the weather doesn't calm down a bit. It was important that the exhibitors do plenty of watering. Plants really dry out really very fast in such windy conditions. Do you do you think this will affect the uh, the quality of some of the results people get? They obviously like the gardens to be as pristine as possible. The level of detail they go to these things, and then all of a sudden have the wind blowing things around. They must be having kittens. No, I don't think so. I think. Uh, the judges will have, have been here before, and uh, they'll adapt in their in their judging and and uh, take that into account when they're judging each garden. And at the end of the day, all the gardens have got to um, they're all in the same boat. They've all got the same conditions to work with. This is very true. Oh well, that remains to be seen. So we're going off to Chelsea tomorrow. We hope to be uh, uh, recording some interviews with uh, some of the celebrities and maybe presenters if we can get hold of them. We shall do our very best. And, and here are the interviews that we recorded to follow. Excellent, Richard. Hello, Alan. Hi. Alan Titchmarsh at Chelsea Flower Show. Good to see you. Alan, I think you went to Riddle College, didn't you? I didn't go to Riddle College, but you I'm patron at Riddle College. Oh, right, okay. I studied at Hertfordshire College, and okay. I'm now doing missionary work at Riddle. Now I've been their patron for a good few years now, so good, I go good. and present so the clothes. Are you, uh, are you really impressed by this year's show? It's a tremendous show, in the face of one of the most difficult seasons we've ever had. You know, extraordinarily dry and hot yeah. spring, which burns stuff up, but it doesn't show here. It's just the most tremendous display of a broad range of, of plants. And have you what, have you got a particular favourite garden so far? I love the way the gardens that, that for me that use plants really well. Cleve West's garden, the Daily Telegraph, is particularly good. Dermot's garden is lovely with hardly a flower in it. It's all green. It's clipped yew, clipped box, clipped hornbeams, but it's wonderfully restful uh, and this sinuous path going right the way through it. But you know, to just come down on two is finishing difficult. So I just like being here. And do you have much time for your own garden? I said goodbye to it at the beginning of the week. I shall say hello to it again at the end, and I've missed it. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you very much, Alan. Following on from Alan Titchmarsh, we also managed to catch up with Christopher Biggins and asked him what he thought of the show. Hello, Christopher. How are you? I'm very well indeed, thank you. It's a, a lovely day, gorgeous. A little. Oh, I've just seen a man with a funny hat on with <laughs> light green. Looks wonderful. There are lots of funny hats here. There are lots of funny hats here. Yes, yeah, sorry. Are you, are you impressed by the show this year? I am. I always. And it's a great treat to come on the press day because there aren't thousands of people sort of vying to look at the garden. So you really, uh, you know, it's terrific. It's a great day. And have you picked out a favourite garden yet? Well, I think the cancer research is fantastic. And I think the Monocon or the the Monaco garden is fantastic as well, really good. And do you have much time for your own garden? I've got a garden which is like an extended dining room, because we li live in London, and uh, it's great, and it's a lovely space, and we've got lovely flower beds, and we have a girl who comes to, to do it. <laughs> and do you have any favourite plants at all? Um, I do. I love colours. I mean, I love, for instance, a white... Uh, bay of, of flowers and things like that, a bed of flowers, and, and I like all different colours, but I quite like them individually, you know, sort yeah. of. 
I think you're choosing anything at the moment, in particular for the drought. Well, what I would very much like to do is get... We've got a bay tree in the garden, which I think is becoming boring, and I'd like to put an olive tree in. So I'm looking out for a nice old gnarled olive, olive tree. Yeah. If you see one, perhaps you could let me know. OK. Thank you very much, Christopher. Thank, Thank you. you. Very nice to see you. you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We also managed to catch up with another children's entertainer of Thomas the Tank Engine fame, Ringo Starr. Ringo had a few gems to share with us on what to do if you've got clay soil in your garden. A uh, man was growing his plants and I said, uh, oh, how great is that? And I said, you know, my soil is clay. What do you think I should do? And he said, sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We caught up with a charismatic interior designer, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, and asked him what he thought of the show. Lawrence, <laughs> what do you think of this year's show then? Have you got a favourite garden that you've seen? Uh, I, I mean, I, I really, really always love coming into the Floral Marquis because I think uh, um, you get a bit sort of design blind sometimes with all the gardens. There's a lot going on. Um, and just to come into an environment where there are just banks and banks and banks of flowers and plants um, is wonderful. But having said that, I love the Leeds um, Council water, uh, watermill thing. Um, and I think that one of the things that, that uh, Chelsea does so well is somehow managing to uh, completely replicate these extraordinary little bits of Britain and bring them into the middle of London. I think that's a wonderful thing. It's been kind of quite out of fashion for the last couple of years because everyone wants it a bit sort of designery and a bit, uh, uh, you know, modern and a bit cutting edge. But actually, that ability to do something that, yeah, OK, it's a pure fantasy, but actually it's very, um, very evocative of what British gardening's all about. Yeah. And do you have much time for your own garden? I've got a lot of time for my own gardener, who's standing next to me. Oh, right. um, and, uh, um, uh, in fact, looking very much like certain areas of our garden, I think, darling. Yeah, <laughs> looking very floral hall yourself. Um, but, no, we, we've got, we're very, very lucky. We, we've got a, a big garden in the Cotswolds. Uh, Jackie has done the most extraordinary work there. It looks absolutely wonderful. Um, and, uh, in, basically, in creating the perfect background in which to drink gin. And he's very good at taking the credit. <laughs> for it. So. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a brilliant gardener. It's a wonderful marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Any favourite plants? Um, yes, I like the green ones that grow. I think they're amazing. <laughs> that was a cruel question. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. We bumped into a colleague of Alan Titchmarsh and fellow presenter for the BBC Chelsea TV show, Rachel Detaine. Fancy meeting you here. I'm enjoying it enormously. I think it's a real bumper year. There's some beautiful gardens, some lovely new plants as well, so fantastic. And is there a particular garden that you picked out as your favourite so far? Oh, I've, I've got several favourites, but I, I have to say that Cleve West's garden is, is really beautiful. I love the planting on there, and uh, there's, some, there's something really special about it. It really sparkles, especially in the sunlight. And do you have much time for your own garden? <laughs> I make sure that I do. Even I, when I get back from filming and it's dark, I still go out. I check how everything's getting on in the greenhouse, what my tomatoes are doing, how everything's coming along. So, yes, I, I try and make sure that I do. And given the extremely dry spring that we've had, are there a couple of uh, your favourite drought-tolerant plants that you could recommend? Well, I would say that, I mean, in fact, there are a lot of things here that are doing re really well. Anything sil with silver foliage, um, a lot of the irises are looking beautiful, and, of course, they need that real summer baking, so they're all thriving. The irises here at the show are fantastic as well. So This year they've had a spring baking. They've had a spring baking, yes, absolutely. <laughs> OK. Thank you very much, Rachel. Thank, Thank you. you. 
As well as Ringo Starr and Christopher Biggins, we also spoke to Johnny Ball, another TV children's presenter. Hello, Johnny. How are you? I'm very well. It's my birthday today, so I'm having a lovely day. Yeah, so many happy returns of the day. Thank you very much. We just had a weekend in the Lake District, and now this this puts the end of it, and that's the end of my birthday after today. You know, so it's, so it's lovely. And we come here almost every year. Yeah. We have friends exhibit. Uh, Ian Bowles is a bird artist. He did the RSPB calendar two years ago, and he's he's just brilliant. And he's here, so we get tickets from there. We're, we're always here on the press day, the quiet day, yeah. the, the, the same day. <laughs> Before the crowds arrive. Yeah, it's much more pleasant, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely. And there's, there's the odd glass of champagne here and there as you go around, and vodka tonic if you're lucky. <laughs> Have you spotted any particular gardens that you like? Well, it's funny. The dye loves the plants, and we're, we're not so bad with plants and flowers. We, we need... We need a bit more colour, uh, but right. And then trees, we've got quite a few trees. It's not a big garden, but we've got three trees that if they fell on our house would destroy it, you know. Uh, so they're very close, and they're about 80 years old. Um, yeah, about 80 years old now, and the house is. Um, so we love those. But I love sculpting the garden, getting in the shape. And uh, I, we think our shape is very good. I'm just looking at this five-pillared, curved, sort of old Greek sort of almost balustrade, it was about ten foot high, yeah. with seats in front of it. Yeah. Well, I think I might do four pillars, yeah. or three pillars, and just the seat in between the middle two, and I think I might do that. But I'll only do it with rustic wood, you know, not with... Uh... So it sounds like you have plenty of time for your own garden. I've always timed it... I'm never happier than when I've got a saw in my hand and when there's sawdust lying around. I, I whistle and sing. And when I'm writing the stuff that, you know, I write for educational things like that, yeah. I can get very grumpy at a at at keyboard in, in front of a computer. Yeah. And as soon as I've got a saw in my hand, I'm whistling and singing. So I need to do a bit of both. Yeah. Do you have any favourite plants? Um... Well, we, we've got some incredible plants. We've got a weeping ash in our garden, and they're very rare. I've been told there's only about four in Buckinghamshire, wow. and they're very rare, and we've got this, and, and we are very proud of that. And when, when we will, the, do you remember the Speaker of the House, um, Bernard Weatherall? Do you remember he was a speaker of the house? I'm too young. I remember... The furthest I remember back is Betty Boothroyd. Right. Well, he was perhaps 20 years ago, and he was a tailor, and he had two brothers who were tailors, and one of them were, were in our house, and Mrs. Weatherall laid the garden out. And when we bought it, it had been a wreck, a real wreck. It really had been let go. But we looked at the plan of the garden, which is a mess. We saw the plan, and we collected all the leaves, and we took them with the map to Wisley. And, and he said, this was laid down in 1929, 1930. I said, we, I think 27, 28. He said, well, she was absolutely on the button. This was all in fashion at that time. This is a gorgeous garden. It must be tremendous. Yeah. And so what we've done, we've modernised it and we've done, but we've kept everything that we could keep, you know. Yeah. So it's lovely. Thank you very much indeed, Johnny. Enjoy the rest of your birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. Our resident gardening guru, George, also managed to catch up with an old friend, Matt James, from college days. Hi there. How are you doing? How are you? Yeah, very well, very well. Enjoying we the show. We went to college together, didn't we? Ten years ago. <coughs> Was it really that long ago? Yeah, longer than that, I think. No, yeah, 1999, I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, how are you doing? All right, thank you. Very well, very well thanks. We, good, good. We've now got this website called uh, plantadvice.co.uk. Have you heard of it? Never, no. Okay, we'll have a look when you get home tonight, Matt. I will do, I will do. Um, what do you think to this year's show, then? Um, I, to be honest with you, I sort of... I'm quite surprised. I expected the weather that would really sort of... Um, 
would knock everyone back. But I think it's the, it's the credit to the growers, credit to the designers, and, and obviously the suppliers to those designers, um, because it, it looks like a show, you know, as good a show as it often does. In fact, perhaps even better because there's a sort of broader range, perhaps, of things here. I mean, I'm standing quite. I'm stand, we're standing in the marquee, and just the colour. I mean, you sort of walk past the, the sort of the Hilliers exhibit in the middle, and suddenly your eyes is just it's a riot of colour, a feast of colour. Yeah. And it's very exciting. It's a good, good, good place to be. I love Have it. You picked out a favourite show garden yet? Uh, not yet, because I, I, for the first time, instead of going to the show gardens first, which is what I always do, and I get seduced, I thought, right, go to the marquee and have have the marquee experience um, as as it should be had, and that's slow meandering round. So I'm, I'm yet to go outside, but I'm hearing lots of whispers of, oh, I like that, and oh, I don't like that. So we'll we'll see, <laughs> we'll see. And do you have much time for your own garden? Um, yes, I, I um, more so perhaps now than ever because we've. We've consciously, my wife and I have consciously sort of said we need to do more gardening uh, and because that's what we love to do. And we've got a, quite a large sort of country garden now, um, a very small house, but just a, a real opportunity to create a fantastic garden from almost from scratch. So we're, we're knee deep in that. So. Given the extremely dry spring we've had, in fact, they say that uh, this spring has been drier than it was in 1976 so far. Yes. Um, are there any uh, drought-tolerant plants that you particularly like? A couple? Um, well, loads. Everything from Circium to Eryngium to you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of the sort of Beth Chateau gravel garden look. So almost anything that fits in there, really. Um, we've been, we, I must admit, at, at home we've been even in wet Cornwall this year. We've been thinking about things like Circium, things like um, you know, a, a lot more sort of Irish Germanica types, a lot more geraniums, you know, a lot more plants which are just going to tolerate that 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 yeah. little bit of drought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thank you very much indeed, Matt. Our final interview of the day, and somebody that you don't seem to be able to escape on TV at the moment, was Philip Schofield. How are you today, Philip? Are you enjoying the show? Yeah, very much. I've just had a, uh, a ride on Dermot's uh, hanging garden, which was beautiful and very serene and peaceful, just the sound of the, the breeze and the birds up there. Is so it it's a, a bit traumatic no, in this no, weather? No, no, I, I don't scare easily, so, uh, so no, it was, it was lovely. Is that your favourite garden at the show this year? I think, uh, I think it would be rude of me to say anything other than that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, do you have much time for your own garden? Uh, not as much as I would like. The weekends, if, uh, if, we're, if we're lucky, we get a, get a bit of time, yeah. and we're yeah. quite lucky because we're out in the country, so we've got a bit of space, and, and, it, yeah. and the parts of the garden are very old and traditional, and we've, we've planted a few trees, you know, yeah. so, uh, so I mess about. And is there any, never win any prizes. With the weather we've, that we've had, this very dry spring, is there anything in particular that you could suggest for a drought-tolerant garden that you found to be particularly good? I just let it die. <laughs> <laughs> and then water, water it, but, you know, when the, when the rain starts, and if it grows back, it grows back. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I don't think that... Uh, th we, we're very lucky. We are very lucky that in our back garden there are two very old, very deep Victorian water tanks. And they're about 14 foot deep and they uh, are filled up from the water from the roofs, all the rainwater. So we have a lot of water and I've got a little pump so I can use that in that part of the garden. But if, it's, if anything is out of host pipe range from that part of the garden, then no, it's got to fend for itself. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. So there we go. Those were the interviews that we managed to record at Chelsea. We had a thoroughly wonderful day. The wind was a bit blustery, but it wasn't too bad. Did you enjoy yourself, George? Absolutely, Richard. I'm already looking forward to next year. Uh, me too. Well, we hope you enjoyed the interviews. Hopefully we'll have more podcasts to come. Until then, happy gardening. It's uh, goodbye from me. And goodbye from George, gardening guru. Goodbye.
podcast was brought to you by plantadvice.co.uk for all your gardening needs.